quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm back alone, just hanging with you guys, hanging in my bathroom, to be really honest, because I'm hiding from 14-year-old kids who are here hanging out because it's early release day and I forgot. And Pia said, can I bring my friends over? And I said, no problem. And now I'm hiding in my bathroom because I forgot that Steve, my lovely podcast editor, told me, you don't have any podcasts left. And I was supposed to record today. So I'm in my bathroom recording, which is uh, not that glamorous. But I really wanted to talk about this idea of how do we know it's working? How do we know peace in parenting? How do we know connective parenting is working? And my clients that I work with one-on-one after a couple of weeks, when they're really listening to the big feelings and they're you know, really diving into this idea of connection and it's hard because many of us don't listen to feelings or never, never had anyone listen to our feelings. And the feelings that are coming from our children are dysregulating and push us over the edge and put us into an emotional emergency. And so we start to freak. And after a week or two of realizing that connective parenting means you have to listen to big feelings, I see them struggle, really struggle. Because the first or the second time that you listen to feelings, sure, you can maybe stomach your way through it, push your way through it. But when you realize that this becomes part of what you have to do as a parent on a continual basis, it becomes overwhelming. And it's, it's this idea like parenting's hard. Listening to big feelings is hard because big feelings feel like an emotional emergency for us, likely because of our own childhoods. So how do we know it's working? And I think there are little tiny things that you need to start to notice when it comes to parenting and parenting with connection. And the little tiny things that I notice, both with my own family and also with the clients that I work with, is that you might start getting apologies. You might start getting extra hugs. You might start getting more I love yous. 
you might start getting a child who is kinder, not all the time and not on a consistent basis, but occasionally kinder to their siblings. You might see more generosity. You might see a little bit tiny more cooperation. Now, when I say these things, we're not talking across the board. And especially if you're first starting out, but one day you might see a child, your child, be generous to their brother or sister, offer them the food they're eating, or invite them to play a game. And you'll think to yourself, wow, I've never seen that happen. Wow, that's incredible. They just, they offered something nice to their sibling, the sibling that they'd been treating poorly for so long. And then you might not see that again for five or six days. And then you might notice that your child brushes their teeth without being asked seven times. But you also, again, it won't be consistent. So you'll start seeing these little tiny glimmers of hope. And that's when you know connective parenting is beginning to work. Where connective parenting falls down is where there's no connection. So I'm working with clients right now and we had a little break and they came back and they were very defeated. Everyone's tantruming. Nobody's cooperating. Kids are fighting. Everything seems hard. And when I inquire about the connection pieces, none of the connection pieces are really happening because the connection pieces seem too arduous and seem push the parents too far over their edge, meaning listening to big feelings and holding space and being empathic and doing special time. It seems like way too much. And I believe at first it is way too much. It's a lot to ask parents to do because we're not used to doing it. And also because it goes against everything that society tells us that we we should do or that parenting is full of. We believe, well, society tells us that parenting is teaching and directing and scolding and reprimanding and keeping in line and making sure kids are behaving and they understand consequences and they're learning and they're eating the right foods. And it says very little about relationship. So when you make a shift to doing everything you can to cultivate the relationship, it can seem wrong or it can seem hard. It can seem like a struggle because it goes against what you've been taught. So not only is it difficult to keep in mind that connection is at the forefront of this and relationship at the forefront of this ideology, it's also hard to do those things because they don't seem natural to us. Other ways in which I find that connective parenting shows that it's working or or the ways in which you can demarcate that it's working is that you have a child that will do things more on their own. So like the homework gets done and you don't really have to say anything. Or the chore gets done and you're you're not having to remind them 17 times. Again, once in a while. And then what happens is the once in a while becomes more often. And the kindness to the brother and sister ends up being at two hours in the playroom playing. I remember once Esme and Pia all of a sudden it was quiet. And I was like, ooh, they must be into something. What are they doing? They're in my nail polish. They're in my makeup. God knows what they're doing. They're doing something naughty. So I'm sneaking upstairs and I'm looking around. I'm looking in my bathroom. I can't find them. I can't find them anywhere. They're in the playroom and they're sitting on the floor playing so kindly with one another. And I tiptoed away 
And I sat in the room next to them. And for two and a half hours, these kids played together. The kids that were clawing, wanted to claw each other's eyes out were playing nicely together for two hours. And that's when I thought to myself, okay, we're arriving. We're getting there. Now, three days later, they were fighting. One tried to push each other, the other one down the stairs. But it didn't take away that there were these beautiful little moments that were happening right from beneath my nose. But again, we want to remember the bad things, right? We focus on the bad and the negative and what's gone wrong as opposed to focusing on what's right. So if you're starting out in this parenting journey and you're worried like, how long is it going to take? Out a client asked me that yesterday. She's like, in your estimation, how long does it take for a 14-year-old to turn around? There's no way to know. There really is no way to know. I think when your kids are older, of course, it's going to take longer because they've had more years of parenting a certain way. And so they're used to that certain way. The other idea is that kids may not trust that this is your new way of coming to parenting. They might believe that you're just trying it on for the day, that you're not going to punish them today, but that you're going to punish them tomorrow. They don't know. Us parents, you know, we're changing everything we do. So, you know, part of them not changing or not really leaning into it where you're leaning into it is they don't necessarily, they're not on our wavelength. They don't know that we're dedicated to this, that we've really want to make important change in our life. And so they might be watching and waiting. Is it going to change? Are things going to be different? ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. Other things that I've noticed when I started to see changes with my children and I started to think, wow, things are getting better, is that showering and going to bed and doing the everyday things didn't seem so hard. It wasn't a struggle as much anymore. Another huge one that happened to me about a year into parenting this way, I remember we had a play date at our house and I loved having play dates back in the day. 
Apparently I still do because I'm in my bathroom and there's a bunch of 14-year-olds <laughs> running around my house. But we had a play date and everybody was in the backyard on the play structure. And there were other parents there and the parents were watching and I was in the kitchen getting snacks. And Esme came in and she goes, mom, Pia's is really sad. Mom, Pia's is so sad. And I said, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming right now. She's like, mom, mom, mom. I, I'll listen to her big feelings. Let me go. Let me go listen to her big feelings. It's okay, mom. I'll take care of it. And I looked at her and I said, are you sure? And she said, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to her feelings. And I thought to myself, I've taught my oldest daughter that feelings are important to listen to. She learned that by me listening to her feelings and by her watching me listen to Pia's feelings and by her listening to me talk about how feelings are important to listen to. And I was peeking through the window and she got down on her knees and she was comforting her sister when her sister was really sad and upset. And I let her and it was a beautiful thing. And it showed Pia that Esme cared for her feelings. It also showed Esme that she was able to be regulated and come regulated to her sister. And she knew what regulation looked like and felt like and what empathy looked like and felt like. So if you start to see your child be more empathic, that too will tell you that it's working. Now, do these gifts come week one, week two, week three? Probably not. Week 10, week 12, maybe some. Week six, week seven, week eight. Yes. And then by Week 52, you're seeing lots of them and you're feeling different in your relationship and you're steadfast to this idea that you can listen to big feelings, you can endure the hard times and you can stay self-regulated and that it's working because you can see the fruits of your labor. You can see your child's behavior changing. You can see their demeanor changing and you can see the relationships that they share with other people changing. Also, I found that my kids' relationships with their friends got better because I think their prefrontal was staying engaged. They were more able to negotiate with their friends and share and enter those sticky moments and not let them rattle them so much because they were feeling better about themselves. So their, their friendships were easier. Everything in life, especially for my oldest, got easier because she felt better. She also became more flexible. I noticed that. Things that used to be a big deal where her sister and I would be like holding our breath, waiting for her response, didn't seem to bother her. Now, does she still have those moments sometimes? Absolutely. If you eat any of her pirate's booty, the, the, the actual earth will stop rotating because it's her pirate's booty and nobody else can eat it. And her temperament is that way. She's a very you know strong and particular temperament. And so she will always run that way. But we do find her so much more flexible now. She's able to roll with the punches. Not always, but much better than she used to be. What I also found with Pia is that Pia began to have a voice. Finally, after years of sibling rivalry, she started standing up for herself where she never used to before, where she used to just let Esme have what she wanted. She started really standing up for herself saying, I don't like that. I don't want you to talk to me like that. I'm not giving it to you. She really stuck in with standing up for herself and having a voice and not being afraid to do that. And I think it was because as me began to temper, Pia had space to have her voice and she used it. So I saw a lot of gifts in that. I think, you know, close to a year, year mark that really made me 
continue to do this work. Sure, I saw little tiny things from day one, and I, I want to explain that to for the, for the first time ever. Esme was kind to her sister about three weeks into doing this work. She opened the pantry door for her and got her a snack where she would have never done that before because she was so angry at her. And when I saw that, I realized exactly what was happening, that the connection was starting to work and that kept me going. Those little tiny moments until they became more frequent kept me going, kept me sticking to the idea of connection because it does really work. So if you're worried and if you're scared that connected parenting will never work and that you're stuck in these big feelings forever, please know that things do get better, but it is not quick. It is slow and it is the long road. We're looking for a long-term relationship with the people that we love the most and those do not happen overnight. And the unraveling of the parenting that we may have done in the past also doesn't change overnight and the effects of it doesn't change overnight. So please be patient with yourself, be patient with the method and stick in there. If you want this, you can have it. You definitely can. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you're noticing some little glimmers of progress. If you are, please tell me. I want to hear it. I want to know where your progress is. DM me on Instagram or email me, but let me hear your progress. I want to know what it looks like and what it feels like. Much love. Much love.